when that question is posed, I feel like it can come from two different places. I feel like when you were like, well, how did they get that? Like, it can come from a place of true curiosity or a place of envy and jealous, like a, a space of comparison. Yeah, I, I, like, I, I, wait, how, now, how did this mofo got 10,000 views off of this one thing? Like, yeah, man. Happen? I mean, it, it does get that way when you see when you see people who are doing so much better than you and you're comparing what you're doing to what they're doing mm-hmm. and you don't see any difference, not even saying that yours is better, but it's just like, okay, I only wanted to watch this for two seconds mm-hmm. and my stuff is getting 30 seconds of retention and they have 40,000 views. Right. And I have eight. <laughs> right, right, right. So you know, you kind of get into that, but like you said, I, I, you, you, you start trying to figure out what do I need to do to get my stuff working. What are they doing? Because some people know certain things. There's a lot of tips and tricks. Yeah, and that's yeah. the thing too. Like you gotta, you gotta get out there, and you know, you gotta be willing to pay. Like a lot of people be holding some of these secrets behind the paywall. Like they know add this or do mm-hmm. certain things. Like. There's a lot of secrets to, you know, algorithms and all of that stuff, too. Yeah, that right Because they're built by people. Mm. I mean, any, I any, work with people who do machine. Anybody that work with um, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook algorithms, <laughs> I make a mean seafood mac and cheese. <laughs> yams. Tell me what you need. I got you. Just hook a sister up. <laughs> <laughs> Like especially especially now I get paid for my reels on Facebook. <laughs> true, 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 true. You ready? Yeah, let's keep it going. All right, man. Let's kick this off the right way because a lot of people may be feeling down, but welcome you to the peak. Ah, you got it. First you don't succeed. <laughs> oh man, whatever. We're gonna skip the intro. Welcome to the keep yeah, it up podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I am uplifting and I have Rich Auntie back for another episode. I appreciate you. No problemo. Like, can they hear what we were talking about before? Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'm yeah, not going. We, we not going to talk about that? We can. I mean, because we could, like, you know what I mean, bad boy, we could, we could spin a block on it real quick, you know. Just kind of let the people know, like, when you when you see other people doing things, like, it's okay to question it, mm-hmm. but as long as you're coming from a place of curiosity and not a place of envy, like, yeah, yeah. like not how they get to do it, why I didn't get to do it. It's like, yo, how they get there? I'm trying to get there. Like, yeah. it's nothing wrong with that. I don't, I don't feel like there's any um, bad thought process because then if you see someone get into a place, you want to study it because you can learn something rather than like, you know, compare. Like, damn, how they get there? How they yeah. get there? I'm putting in the same amount of work. It's like. Sometimes it just may not also be your time yet. Yeah, timing is everything. It is. Yeah, I I I feel like I said that before, but it it, it never. Uh, it's not that you don't have to hear it again. Is what I'm trying to say. Like you can yeah. you can hear that as many times because that's a, that's the a truth. Yes, you know. Um, All it takes is for that literally that one second. For you to hit share, and it's like, bam, viral. <laughs> you know, I was reading a, and this is a little off topic, and we're gonna we're gonna get to the topic that we came here to discuss. Okay, for all the listeners, but uh, or at least what the title will say. <laughs> <laughs> but I was reading a Millionaire Next Door, and it was talking about how, and this is an older book too, so. Mm. I feel like some of it's re- very relevant today, but it's all it's all about financial literacy. But mm-hmm. we think that everything that's we absorb and we love here in America is mm-hmm. the flash, the flare, and all of that. So we associate so much with views, money, and all of these things and how it looks. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's perception is reality. And <laughs> you don't have to even do stuff on social media to make money. Right. There's a lot of people who are people who pesticide people, right? Or or rodents and all of that. 
Because we know some of y'all got roaches. Oh, never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> but they, but they get bread though. Yeah, like they're millionaires. They're not your flashy or fl- or or there's no flair to it. And they dress a certain way so that their employees mm-hmm. don't see that they're making a sa- a certain amount of money that's, and get jealous as well. That's like so funny. There's a lot of th- there's just a lot of things that go unseen mm-hmm. and go unsaid that we don't really hear about or talk about because they're not sexy. Like right. it's not a sexy thing to see a guy with, you know, three or four kids. His wife stays at home, mm-hmm. and he's working on roofs all day. Mm-hmm. And he looks a mess, and he really doesn't even work. He has a bunch of teams and trucks out. Mm-hmm. And he people- sounds sexy though. Right. He sounds so right. cool. He's- he sound like he need a back rub and a sandwich. Mm. Right. Well, mm-hmm. he, and he's getting that. And he's also not blowing a bunch of money. He has, you know. Mm-hmm. Except on, on his wife. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just saying <laughs> he has domestic cars. Right. Right. He doesn't have these. these, And they may seem kind of luxurious, but they're not really luxury vehicles. Right. Everything is utilized. The investments are 20% mm-hmm. of the salary that they're making. And this guy. When you see him, you know, he don't have on a Rolex or anything. He got mm-hmm. a nice watch, maybe a Timex, a nice, you know, stainless steel joint. Mm-hmm. But he's worth $12 million. Ooh. Ooh, His see, family is worth he $12 sounds, million. He sounds sexy, but hold the three to four kids. Um, he sounds sexy. <laughs> if you out there, I'm looking for you. But I, I wanted to say that because, <laughs> like, you know, everything, a lot of things are, and we talk about content a lot on here. We don't talk about blue-collar work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really even talk about white-collar work, the work that I, you know, the work mm-hmm. that I do. But The work that I don't like, mm, I don't like it. <laughs> but, you can, but you can make money outside of just being a social media yes. influencer. You know, so I just wanted to put that out there. I know I talk about it a lot. That's what we do. That's kind of where we're at. That's how we market. And there's nothing wrong with marketing yourself that way. But at the end of the day, you can have your own business. Right. That is not on social media. Exactly. And you making way more money than these people out here trying to sell you courses and tell you how to get it. Exactly. Think about the regular mom and pop moving companies that. They're in several different uh, states and and things such as that. Like you may see them or even for, for instance, like the crab spot that I go to, right? Like um, I was in there, we were talking about social media and he was just like, oh, I wish, you know, certain days I get, I was like, why don't you post more? And I was like, better yet, word of mouth. Like, like, like I'm a, big believer of word of mouth as much as we have social media as marketing word of mouth is has been and will always be to me the best marketing you could ever have there's like, a seafood spot we gotta hit uh ooh. it's um and the guy his name's like d young something and mm-hmm. he's actually a big he's like an influencer but he has businesses and one of his businesses is the uh seafood 1117 or 1107 i know i'm getting it wrong um, but we're we'll check it out. We'll do a little yeah. video of us going to grab That's some lit. food. From you there. know, I love food. I'm counting <laughs> in. But but just when you said that, I'm I'm just saying like people love to eat. Right. People need heat. Right. The and essentials air. is the necessities of Taxes. life. Yes. Yo, like, my tax yeah. man is legit. Like laundromats. <laughs> all of this stuff is is things that if you use that money the right way. You can be a millionaire. You can be yeah. profitable. And you can have some of the things that other people have. It's yes. just you also don't want to, you know, if you're going to overutilize, you got to over income. You got to right. have you got to have more coming in than always. You always got to yeah. have more coming in than you putting out. Period. Definitely. And that's the key to I've learned being a that. millionaire. I've definitely, <laughs> like, I've definitely learned that, like, being in this new space that I'm in, I've definitely, even though I feel like I've been pretty decent with money like right. definitely grown over time of course right but being in the particular space that i am i'm in um i'm no longer that impulsive person like so i'm gonna kind of go ahead and segue into what we were talking about like um being in the space that i'm in now not having the traditional nine to five which my traditional nine to five like we were saying you know regular working jobs uh basically uh funded me to be able to 
to start my business and be a creator and things such as that matter. So don't feel like you have to just get into being a creator, like, you know, try to be as strategic as you can be with it. But, um, like I said, being in this particular space, I realize um, I'm not uh, as uh, impulsive to get certain things or do certain things because I no longer have that guaranteed check that's about to hit. And and what I realized is I was speaking to um, my spiritual mom, I call it like one of my spiritual moms, Mama Sharon. And I told her, I was like, hey, um, I realized like um, I'm having a little trouble with my faith. Um, and I've been operating in some fear and I realized I had a false sense of faith because I knew I had a check coming. Mm. So it's just like, because I knew that check was coming, I, I felt okay. Like, well, you know, I could do this. I could do that. Cause I know this, it was never my faith. Right. Like right. I knew that check was coming. So it was just like, I felt like, Oh, I, oh, I have faith. I walk in my faith. And it's like in other aspects I really was, but once I removed that, I realized I really was operating a false sense of faith. And it was like, it kind of shook me for a second. I was like, I nope, I can't get that. Can't do that. Oh, I can't buy this merchandise right now. Like, because when I'm going to replace this money for this money? Like, mm, whoo. Okay. Th- I just seen this, this account go down by $200. Oh, this is scary. Like, it really put me in a whole nother space where before... <laughs> I was like low-key miss throw it in the bag like <laughs> yeah. so now it's like uh it's, it's different which i appreciate this space because whereas before i may get something just like you know what i can push that right like and, and not worry about it now it's like okay i can push it but how soon can i get my return on this how much how much marketing am i going to really have to push through like can i get one of my brand ambassadors to create content if i give them that how much is it like literally right the space has put me to where I have to ask a different set of questions and that those different set of questions kind of put a little unnerving on me. And it really, really took for me to have a conversation with her and kind of like bring me back to my grounding to get back into my faith. Mm -hmm. And she said, you already operate in your faith and you don't even realize it. I was like, but how, what you mean? She was like, you took a leap of faith when you left that job because you knew it wasn't going to work, but you knew you could figure it out. Right. And you knew you could figure it out because you knew God was going to work it out for you. Right. You started a business. She was like, you took a leap of faith by calling me to even have this conversation because you don't know what was going to come out of it, but you knew you needed to have it because you knew God directed you. So she was like, you're acting in faith and you don't realize it. She was like, don't allow that little bit of discouragement. That That's nothing but negative energy just coming into your space to get you to stay in that you know uh complacent like to go back to the job and be complacent and it's like when you get into those spaces it's just like you don't realize it you know like you're literally operating in fear rather than faith because it's just like do you believe in yourself like do you believe it's gonna work out do you believe in your own hustle like, do you believe that you're going to make sure that you can eat? Right. Do you believe that you're not going to let yourself? And even when things may not fall as, excuse me, as you may want them to, you knew you tried, right. you know, you right. learned right. something, right. Yeah. you know, you put your best foot foot forward and you just know that guy's going to line it. But in all of those things, whether it comes out good or bad, you're learning, you're growing right. and, and you can't faith without any work is what just a dream. Mm. It, mm. So you you out here you putting in the work. I'm I'm a firm believer. When you get an idea, that is literally God planning it in for you. Now you just got to do the work to make it come through. Because He gonna put everything in place and line it up for you. But you ain't gonna be able to get to step B if you don't even start right, at step right, A. Right, like right. so, just going through those steps and having that conversation, I was like, I'm tripping. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm tripping. Like I. I do believe in me. I do believe that. And then everything came full circle. I watched the sermon and I shared it with you. Like expectancy. Right. I was like, right. Why am I not expecting things to work out for me? Like if you have faith, uh, whatever you believe in, if you have faith in God, for one, why'd you ask? Hello. Ask and you shall (laughs) receive. Why are you asking for these things? You know, 
And, and I'm even, asking for a couple meals. You, you know, even for the people, universe, whatever. But right. if you're asking for these things, if you if you have this belief, because that's what you spoke about, I right. like that a lot. Because that was like one of my best motivational walks. Mm. Like as far as views and, and interaction was when I talked about how like the power of self-belief, but the power of self-belief is because you're willing to step out on faith. Right. And I feel like we're in this space where people like manifest like that's that's your belief. Right. Like and then you're you I actually all the time. you're working into yeah. it. That's you manifesting it. It's about but more than manifesting. You, you got to do, do the, the work. work. <laughs> right. Like yeah. you literally have to do the work like, OK, this is I'm going to do this. I'm yeah. going to have this. Now, how am I going to get there? I'm going to take it step by step. And I'm going to every day like I'm a firm believer of like. I've learned to start writing things down and I set small goals for myself. Like this was something I wasn't good at before. I am very much a on the fly type of person. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's the New Yorker in me. Like mm-hmm. I'm a hustler. Like I'm, right, right. I'm a figure it out right. on, on the spot, but it's also survival. Right. Right. Like, which I no longer want to survive. I want to thrive. That, that was my birthday wish for the year. And that's something I, I am, I'm, I feel like I'm almost there. Not quite, but I'm almost there. I'm knocking at the door like, let me in. Because even though it's a great um, space to be in, it's also very much a um, kind of like a, it's, it's almost like a form of PTSD. Yeah. Right? Like, because it's kind of like fight or flight. Right. And it's like, when you're in, you're kind of like back against the wall, you got to figure it out but it's like you don't always have to be in such a space of urgency more or less like if you work up to it like all right i know i want to get these things done like how do i get it done i feel like that's cocky and that's ego to be honest because we feel like we can will ourselves to do stuff and that's great Mm -hmm. but even your will can cause you to have missteps of course you know so you you have to write things down. You have to have some type of structure. I can't remember the quote, but it, essentially in a nutshell, a man who doesn't know what he's, a man who doesn't have a plan for the following day mm-hmm. is leading a horrible life. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like you um. have a, you, you have a life without structure. <laughs> no, but seriously, like you don't know what you're getting up to do. So why would you right. even get up and get up out the bed? You don't, yeah. got, you don't got nothing. You don't have nothing to go after. Right. Right. So just the fact, like you said, just writing things down just a little bit more is adding to the hustle and empowering you to be even greater. Yeah. Now you now you uh, you're a businesswoman. Right. And not just a hustler. Like the hustler term is sexy. Right. It's cute. No, right? it's not. But I'm lying. It's not. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not. But cute like now. you think about hustlers, right? A hustler will be hustling the same block. Mm-hmm. Not realizing and that it's forever. like seventeen seventeen other blocks and nobody and they're or, vacant. Or, or he been doing the same hustle forever, thinking he a businessman. He hustling. He always going out, going to get it, selling this, selling that, selling this, selling that. Why you ain't get a store? By now. Why like, you don't got e commerce? Right. Why you don't got anything different? Mm-hmm. You been doing the same. It's, you know the joke used to be: you still selling weed. <laughs> Right, like, it's it's twenty twenty two. Like you exactly. still selling weed? Come on, why, why you don't have a strand in the business yeah, by what? now? Like, come on, <laughs> you know you can but, get like you can get a license. They sell this at stores, right? But like, I feel like that is, uh, <laughs> I I I truly believe that's a product of being in an environment of small thinking people. Yeah, right, like. And that ties back into, like, why don't we expect things to be better, mm-hmm. right? Because we're taught to just be grateful for what we have, right? right? So it's like, if you want more, you almost kind of, like, it's it's kind of implied that you're being greedy, right? Like, mm. like, or it's like, in a sense, when you want more, it's like a guilt is put upon you. Like, you're not satisfied? Like, why right. do you want more? Right, right. Like, like. Like, damn, you still ain't happy? You got this? And it's just like, because I know there's so much more. Right. Like, you know. And it's different once you get a certain amount, too, right? Like, when you've had, I've seen you, when I met you, you was going everywhere. And that hasn't stopped. Like, you're you're a traveling person. A lot of people I know ain't been on a plane before COVID. 
Right. A lot of people, a lot of people that I'm cool with have not been on a plane before COVID. So COVID didn't start, you know, I just want to right. get rid of that excuse for them. So it's, it, it, that in itself is like, yeah, I'll hop on a plane, go somewhere. Like that's a big deal for some people. Yeah. Planning, getting that together. So, you know, you get there and you're like, yeah, that's not a big deal anymore. Right, right. Then you start making certain money, and it's like, well, that's not a big deal Feeling anymore. Right. And I feel like that's really what happens even when you get more. It's like you know you want more because you know there's a better comfort of life. There's more things right. that you can do to help people. There's yes. more things that you can do to empower people, including yourself. It's not just, hey, I just want these grand grandiose things of a right. yacht, a mansion right. and all of that you know what i mean because really you, when you start making us after a while it's just money it is it's just money it is um i have this saying um uh, don't be you mad still at want me the money though oh all I wanna, of it i want i want to talk about it like that but all of it i'm grateful still, for what i have but i want some but more but it's still like it's just <laughs> it's just it just feels great <laughs> it is it is like you look at it like you know what thank right. you guys but and it, and it's so crazy because I always say that it's like thank you God, what's next? Yeah, we're the, <laughs> what's next? You missing like, a zero on it? Listen, no, <laughs> I, man. One day I was so happy. I was sitting there and my Shopify kept. I was like, thank you God. I'm packing up. I'm like, all right, what are, what the rest of that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> let's keep this thing going. Yeah. But and and it's not a place of greed. It's a place of like, if I'm here, right. I know more can come. Like right. because. I'm here now because before I was trying to get here. So now right. that I'm here, I know it's more over there but, too. But I also like the fact that you said you were talking about operating in faith and operating in faith doesn't mean you don't fear anything. Oh no. Like you still work in fear. Of it course. It still could all fall apart. apart. It, it definitely could. It, could. could st- it still could all not work out. It still could all go away. Very much. But like you know, like we were talking about is when you start seeing certain numbers, you start seeing certain positive things happening in your life. You're like, this is cute. All right. I'm willing to get more. Like, ooh. Yeah. You know, a couple, like, oh, a couple bands. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's almost, I, it's almost like the kid that was afraid to ask the girl to prom. And she was like, oh, my God, yes. I've been waiting for you to ask you. Like, did you see like you see the movie? He like, damn, she was waiting for me. Yeah, I've, been, like, I've, been, I've been him. Right. Why am I sleeping on him? I didn't even know. <laughs> I know now. Like, it's like you get a sense of like, right, you right. get a new, I feel like you get a newfound confidence, belief, a confidence yeah. and a belief in yourself. Yeah. Um, but what I was going to say is, my, my um, saying is, don't fault me because, um, I seem better. Now I want better and I'm going for better and I'm not going to stop trying to get better. Right. Like it's hard to go back. It's hard to go to hamburger helper when you had caviar. Yeah. Well, first of all, oh, I must clearly be a little, I I don't like hamburger helper, <laughs> but you know what? It's so funny. Cause me, me, I, I was just, I know <laughs> I, I just had a, a childhood thing. And don't do, beat them hamburger you, help. It's you, still a go to. But it's I guess because the way you got to. My mom used to make it the same way. Like it, I, I don't know, but it was only. You know what I'm like. There was one. It was one kind that we was okay with. But you know what? I really couldn't. I right. I hated rice aroni. Mm. That was the most disgusting rice ever. Yeah. My mom knows she's wrong. Nasty. Had like I don't fake know why vegetables in it. Like whatever that was was just. Sis, you wrong for this. <laughs> Like, mom, I'm gonna send this clip to you. You're wrong for that. I'm sorry. Because it was nasty. I'm sorry. I just had a whole flashback from my childhood. Okay. Moving right along. No, but that's <laughs> that's why I was talking about, you know, getting out there and traveling and seeing things mm-hmm. as as well as just me knowing that that is why you have such uh an expanded outlook on what you can obtain yes because you've seen different you've been to different places you know that i mean even going to different countries where you see people aren't doing it well makes you have even a a level of gratitude for yourself and then coming back here and seeing people from that country you may have been to and Mm. seeing what they got right and you're like oh if they could if these people weren't 
born here and they getting this. Yeah. I know I can get that too. It's never a thing of like you're comparing yourself, but it's more like if they're human and I'm human. I can I can get to I the I can level do what humans of, do. Yeah. You know? Definitely. It 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 really does take um faith and like you said, you're still operating in fear. Um, but I would I would rather say rather you're operating in fear is what I like to call logic. Mm. Right? In a sense, because you be thinking in the in the space of like, now how could this actually happen? Like, like how could this happen? And and those I feel like quote unquote like rational thoughts can definitely like it's like a faith like oh I believe and right. then just like but how type thing it's right. like it's a battle because i've experienced that like because i i'm a very logical person i'm very uh, a matter of fact like scientific yeah. give me the facts behind it and and because i've always been that logical person when when certain things came my my faith would get blocked by my thoughts of yeah, logic yeah. right yeah. like yeah. okay like realistically speaking like now, how can I lose right, these right. ten pounds that, uh, in these thirty days <laughs> if I just I just went and ate this cheeseburger? Like, <laughs> because I didn't have time to grab a salad. Like, but literally, just kind of going through those those uh, highs and lows of thoughts, like in and finding the space of when um, to bring in more or less those grounded logic thoughts. Like, right. okay, like let's be realistic. You right. know, some things are just like okay. I'm I I'm not gonna be a millionaire tomorrow. Yes. Like I'm not gonna be a millionaire tomorrow. But I'm not saying I can't be a millionaire. I'm just being realistic with myself. It's 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 nine o'clock. I can't win a lottery because just just (laughs) one one easy thing for me about and about being a millionaire and what's brought me a lot of ease as far as um not being super patient. Like I definitely Mm -hmm. am like all right, we got to get it. We got to right. work a lot harder. And, you know, the closer and closer I get to it, I'm like, okay, well, we got to work beyond that. But right. it's more so the fact of how long does it even take to count to a million? Not that long. You got a money machine. <laughs> That's still a long time. No, it ain't. Get a good one. <laughs> get one of the big ones. <laughs> fantasized about this (laughs) as you can probably tell i'm just saying like if you just sat around you was just like i'm gonna count to a million today how long does that take i don't that doesn't sound appealing how long does it take to count to 10 like things just take time is right it does does. what i'm saying is like if you want to count to a million that's going to take a long time yeah you're gonna need a couple breaks (laughs) like you're not even mm -hmm. probably gonna do it in a day yeah, no, but that I feel like that's or it's my, gonna take so many hours, and you think you're supposed to have a million by tomorrow. Listen, that part, but that's why my thought process is push yourself, but not over the edge. Because if you pushing yourself over the edge, like you know how many times you have miscounted, you True. might you might actually True. have nine hundred thousand, and you done miscounted so many times because you exhausted, right, 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 right. and you like, oh, I got a million, and you you actually might only have have seven hundred fifty thousand. Like I, I you, think knowing your ba- setting boundaries and having laws for yourself is cool, but we we talked about working five to five, and sometimes you push yourself because you got to have that new barometer of where you can go. Yeah. So I think about it as in the gym, right? Like when I first started lifting and uh, really lifting, going to the gym like bodybuilder style lifting. I mm-hmm. could not bench press three fifteen. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you saying that I don't know what that means, but okay. So three plates, or yeah, I think it's three plates on each side. Oh, okay, okay, right? okay, okay, okay. So you know, one plate was fine. One one plate and a quarter plate, and one forty five pound plate. Okay. So essentially, over time, I would have to push myself mm-hmm. to a certain point, and then when I come back, my muscles are stronger. Right. And no, that, that's. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, don't push yourself over because you can you can go and try to put like you can be working out Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, right? And on Saturday morning, if you think when you go in there, 
you going to do that 315? <laughs> like, come true, on. Like, true, true. So I'm yeah, just saying, yeah, like, like be don't, don't push yourself don't over the edge. Don't put too much weight on the bar. Right, exactly. Because like you already, yeah. you're already extended yourself. Right. So it's like gradually get there because you're going to get burnout. And burnout is real. So it's like if you don't actually. Yes, I've experienced it. Burnout is very real because you get to the point you where were, you're exhausted. Right, but do you think if you were just working on your business and you was working on your business with the same type of, uh, you know, relentlessness that you have now and say, and putting the same energy and time into yes. it, you think you would get burned out? On certain you, things, yes, you, you would, like. You you'll get tired of sometimes recording. Like you'll you, get you'll get tired of those things. Like so I do believe that you will get burnout because you'll be doing it so much I feel like you'll you you will your love for it will Right. You'll right. kinda it'll get wither tired of and it. it'll, it'll kinda go away a little bit. But I just feel like things that we're passionate about, we could kinda work on them for extended periods of time. Yes. That with other things that we're not or less passionate about. Yeah, we'll, your limits are less. We'll yes. get we'll get burnout because we got to give that brain power to those so, other things. Exactly. No, I'm with you, but I just don't believe burnout is. I don't believe burnout is real when you're doing something that you really truly care about and really really want. Like I disagree. I, I, I right, but and that's I mean, just we from can, my we can agree to disagree. disagree definitely, and and the reason why I disagree is because of the fact that like. I I shop right for my site. Like, I sometimes get tired of looking at clothes. <laughs> like right. that that's that's a burnout. That's that's exhaustion. I'm 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 tired. Like I I gotta take a break from this because right. now it it now you're tired. You're not burnt out. The burnt button, out is when you can't go back and look at it at for it a couple days. All. Right? Yes. Because you got to think about it. It's it's not just the fact that I'm tired of looking at it. You got to realize as a business owner, I'm looking at it. I'm also trying to factor in so many things when I'm right. looking at like that. You kind of get to a point where you're mentally exhausted and, and burnt out for the day or two. To just like, okay, you know what? I've been at this thing for two days. Like when I was in here early, I was like, damn, they sold out of this skirt. And I've yeah, been looking well, and I've been looking. I, I think that if you do it a certain way. I just feel like your brain doesn't. Your brain gets bored, is what I think. Yes, I totally agree. So you've been doing this five days in a row. It's like, okay, can we do something else? And then it's like, I miss it. I gotta right. go back. So that's why I'm like, but, I, but burnout is like, I don't miss this. I don't want to do this. I'm depressed. I can't deal with this anymore. Yes, that I don't feel happens to people who are passionate about certain things. I, oh, I just it's, don't. It's happened to me. And and more in your business? Yes, I was tired of recording content and getting dressed and doing makeup and putting on clothes. Like I'm tired. Like so, you stopped it. You you stopped. I stopped for a little. No, I didn't stop my business. I didn't stop recording the content. Exactly, but that got boring to you. No, it didn't got get boring. I was burnt out from doing it, bro. Like I have to put like I feel like as a woman, I I believe you. I'm just giving you. I'm offering pushback because I really, I I really don't believe. I believe burnout is when. When you really burn out, let's look up the definition. Look it up. I feel like we're we're using we use a lot of words very loosely, and we just say them. Oh, I'm burnt out. I've been. I feel like I've been burnt out where there was a loss of love, joy, everything, and I shut certain things down before. Like when I hurt my Achilles in basketball, <laughs> I was burnt out. I've haven't played basketball ever since. <laughs> it is character. <laughs> Listen, three three dimensions: feelings of energy depletion or exhaustion, increased mental distance from one's jobs or feeling jobs. Or, it's still a job. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> it's still a job. Very much. So how do I? I need to click on the whole thing. Negative thoughts. Wait, where did I, I go? So it's exhaustion. We have exhaustion. And then we have depletion. Depletion of energy. Yes. Uh increased mental distance saying. from yep. one's job or feelings or negative uh cynicism cynicism. I think I'm saying that right. Related to one's job right. and reduced uh professional efficiency. There yes, but 
That's it's still a job. It's burnt, still- burnt out is when you can't. YouTubers have been burnt out, and they've never come back to YouTube. Like there's people who have had real significant depression where they haven't come back to their jobs, right? Owning your business is hard work. I know it's a job, and that's what a lot of people don't understand. They th- like I used to have a misconception about owning your business too. I oh, thought yeah. you would go into business for yourself because we always talk about, oh, you could do stuff on your time. Mm-hmm. Your business is your time. It is. You don't. Especially in the very beginning, at least from <laughs> just talking through experience, like it's a it's a it's, kid. Listen, it's a baby. It's it's so funny. At your job, you don't get two fifteen minutes in a one hour, uh, two fifteen minute breaks in a uh, one hour lunch. <laughs> you don't get those. No laws yeah, and regulations. There's no, are put nobody in place. over you too. No, like that's the thing about business doing things for yourself is there's nobody telling you to go there's no. nobody telling you to go and get it every day there's nobody telling you to no. be more creative yeah you every do day. you do have to have um and i think i told you this for a second that's why i said i was burnt out because i had lost a little bit of my drive and ambition right right like that's how i knew i was depleted like I'm experiencing burnout, but I also recognize it wasn't solely just my job, right? For me personally, right. I got burnt out because I am the only person making decisions, right? And and but my life called every aspect of my life called for me to to make decisions. So anything that I had to make decisions on, I did not want to do. But do you think is we're talking about faith? Do you think mm-hmm. it's the expectations that you had? Because personally, for me. When I felt burnt out or I felt a certain way, there was a level of expectation that I had of where I would be at a certain time if I kept up a certain pace or if Uh. I did these things or if I did that. I thought I would be somewhere and I felt I feel like that is why I grew fatigued and exhausted because I just thought that, hey, at mm. this point, I should be here. Right. Or I shouldn't have to do this anymore. Or, man, we should be beyond this. Um, Yes. Some of that, yes, and not all of it. Right. I feel like um, I would always approach it like, I want to get there. Right. Mm-hmm. I never expected, like, I want to get this. I want to get that. Like, there was expectations I had of myself when it comes to just, like, me getting things done right like all right okay if i know i got these seven things to do what do i truly have the capacity to do like what can i what do i know i can actually get done those are going to be the things i work on like that's how my expectations and i held myself accountable but when it comes to like being at a certain place it's just like like no like dang i want to get here like what am i doing wrong like i feel like for me personally um the only thing I expect is for the life that I truly feel like I know I'm supposed to live for it to actually come full circle. I don't really have like crazy expectations. Like, Oh, I'm supposed to be here by this time. Like I, I don't, I don't really feel that way about it. Like, because I feel like if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Like I'm more of the like, Oh, it's happening. Like type thing rather than like, like bro, I want to get to a thousand followers by, by here. Like I want to get there. It's not like I expect that I'm going to have this, like, no, because me doing that, I feel like I would get me personally, I would get discouraged. Right. Because I'm, I'm actually putting my expectations ultimately in other people's hands. Right. Because I can't expect, I can't, be my own thousand followers like i don't have control over that the only thing i have control over is what i'm doing to get to what i want so i don't have that expectation of oh i'm going to get this like now i'm gonna keep putting this out here i want it it's going to come to me i'm going to get it but i can't expect to get it because i'm literally expecting it from other people the only thing that i expect is for god to allow it to come full circle yeah that's it When it comes, I have no control over it because I can put in all the work for 30 days and get zero results. I can put in hardly no work for one day and get the results that I was expecting for 30 days. And it's just like. um, But that is the result of them 30 days is what's the crazy part. In so many ways. Yes. Yeah. But just like I was telling you when I read my my verse of the day, it said um, discouragement is. It, it takes the replace of courage, mm. 
right? Like, and I want to make sure I, I'm saying it right, but it it basically discourage, said, discourage. Yes, um, when you're when you're discouraged, takes the place place of, of courage. Yeah, because ultimately, um, to get discouraged means to remove remove courage. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't feel you know, empowered to do those things because of that. That's why I'm like, yeah. I don't put those expectations. Cause then it's just like, damn, it's not happening. Like, and if, if that continuously happens, we set these expectations, especially expectations that are in the hands of others. Right. Like you're going to be feeling like I, I, me personally, I feel like I would get discouraged. Like, well, damn, like you, you kind of put that yeah. that mirror of accountability, and you looking at yourself like, "Well, dang, what am I doing wrong, or how is this not happening, or whatever the case may be." Well, what I've learned to do is like, you know, I still set benchmarks for myself. That's different. I feel like that's. I feel like benchmarks and benchmarks. Yeah, but I expected to, you know. But I'm also going off of more data now. Like mm. year one, I'm trying to do numbers based off of what. Right. Off of other people's numbers. Right. right. And that was the thing that, you know, I, I was like comparisons be for joy because you're like, well, if they could do it. I can do it. And it's like, OK, yes. Right. But they may have other things that you may have to figure out, too. You got to mm-hmm. figure out how to do it for yourself. Right. And what I also came into with just believing in myself and really thinking about. Like, okay, let me pray about this. Let me figure this out. Let me mm-hmm. have some faith mm-hmm. in what I'm doing is, okay, it didn't happen, but I still set these benchmarks. Why didn't I reach them? Right. How can I? And that's, that, that's now. That's my favorite thing right, to do is retrospect. Right. And then after, now we can get into the reflection period of how can we make this better? How can we go back and fine tune it so mm-hmm. we can hit these instead of, dang, I did, every, I did all of this stuff. I should have hit it. Listen, you know that and I feel like the the beauty of that is um, kind of like more live retrospecting mm-hmm. and in really learning how to pivot in those moments. Like I feel like I, I mentioned this before, fourth quarter, like pivot, like, yeah, that is probably the best thing or it's, trait you can have as an entrepreneur. It's just hard when. Like for myself, you know, having kids, mm-hmm. trying to be the best dad, right. you know what I'm saying, and and not having kids in what I would call ideal situations, which I think that's even a comparable thing because it's like there is no ideal situation to but, have a kid. No, <laughs> like, but it is for you. Right, right. But for it, me, it yeah. is. There is right, everybody right. has. I feel like there's a. I, in my um, honest opinion, I feel like people be like, oh, the perfect life. There's no such thing, but there's an ideal. Right, right. Like, but, yeah. there's there's an ideal. Like, what, what would your ideal life, because nothing is never perfect, right? So, ideally, like, what would you like it to look like? Yeah. And that's your ideal. And, and that's, I feel like that's how you build your, or you you build and shape your manifest around right. the ideal things that you want. Like, what do you want it to look like, right? And yeah. then I feel like when you ask that question to some people, people really don't know. Now nah, like, I know exactly how I wanted to look. But 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 in, in that right, <laughs> but but in that yeah. that is how you you walk in your faith, right? Mm. Because you got I that idea you got it did you didn't right. come up with yeah, that. True. You didn't. God planted yeah. that in you and, for you to work towards mm, it. Mm. That He just gave you the life that mm. you're supposed to be living. Yeah. And, that's your ideal life for you. So now you got to figure out how to get there. He set it up. Just walk the path. Yeah. That's crazy, though, because you don't be thinking like the path got like rough patches. You know oh. what I'm saying? You're like, God, you ain't paved this. But listen, one thing he <laughs> you said. You know you ain't paved this, right? Oh, uh-uh. this a dirt road? Listen. <laughs> and, and, and Why are you on sidewalk on and this And that one? sermon, he, he, he made it very clear. He said weapons is going to prosper. Oh, They're going to man. form. Yeah. They just not going to prosper. Like, yeah. you got it. Like, but those are the things. Those bumps are going to be able to help you. And. and I'm sorry. Those bumps are going to be able to help you. So when when you come to your ideal, you know, driveway and is is rocks and right. and you trying to figure out why it's not paved. Now you know how to fix it. Like yeah. you not or you know how to pivot and you know how to move around it. And you got you just got to have faith in period. 
You got to yes. walk in some type, type of, of belief. Faith. In some type uh, yeah. of belief. Yes, yeah, you do. You have to. And, it, you know, we're we're talking about our faith, but you definitely just have to have some belief yes. in what you're doing. This vision came to you for a reason. reason. Yep. You know, yeah, if it's the NFL and you weigh 105 pounds and you 5'3", you may have to just see if that was the right vision because now you may have to train somebody or do something else. But, right. you know, there's obviously we talk about reality and logic and stuff like that. But Right. There's, but in that. In that scenario, right? Like, mm -hmm. because I feel like your your ideal is almost like that dream you remember, but you don't remember all the details. Right. Because if, like, think about it. If, oh, okay. You, you know what I'm yeah, saying? You, like, you, you can see the see stadium, you can see the field, but you, don't, you, but made, you ain't know you was on the sidelines. You didn't, and no, you wasn't you didn't know you pads. was the coach. Yeah, true. <laughs> you know what that's I'm saying? what I'm saying. You like, wasn't even in pads. Right, you ain't got right, no you don't helmet. Know. You just like, yo, I know I've been I'm supposed to be. Right. And there's a That'd be my thing. There's a story of this kid, man, who's the photographer for the Miami Dolphins now. Mm, okay. And uh, I saw it on TikTok and he was talking about how he reached out to, it was like the NFL players were somewhere in New York or something and he reached out to a bunch of them. I think I saw that. And, and he, he went with them to like London or something. He went some, well, he went somewhere in the States and he was like, can I take photos of you guys mm -hmm. free and like in videos because he was doing it for high school. Mm -hmm. So he edited that stuff up. And um, I think he got to do something with Tyreek Hill, and he did it for free on mm -hmm. the arm. And then Tyreek Hill was somewhere else, and he did it on the arm there too. And then that got him exposed to other players. Mm -hmm. So he did stuff for them. And then, of course, Tyreek Hill gets in Miami, and now he's a photographer for the Miami Dolphins. Okay, it wasn't Miami. It was the New York Giants, I think. It was someone that did something. It could. I mean, it could be this guy. We don't know the story. No, I don't think but it's I, the same guy, uh, but, but that's but, but that's it's, dope. A young, it's a young kid, and essentially he was like, I want to tell you guys how I became the NFL uh, a photographer for the NFL. Mm -hmm. And then it started with him playing football, and then it started with him recording football for his high school team mm. and doing highlights. So... Yeah, sometimes what you see, right? I may see myself as this big podcaster. Yep. But I've also learned how to produce a podcast. Yep. I've learned yep. how to film a pod. Like, be the, be the media company. Right. I'm like so. There's things that I'm figuring out, and along the way, you know, this just may be. I may be Death Row Records. You know what I mean? Why Death Row? Don't be shook, nine people. Hey, you know. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, so. <laughs> no, I chose yeah. Death Row because uh, <laughs> Tupac was for Death Row, and he's one of the best rappers of all time, so. Mm -hmm. Okay, I can see that. However, clever. I would love to have greatness under me. That's uh, that's one. I mean, Biggie, but anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, but I would definitely say, like, I, I'm a firm believer of that. It's just like, so, like. It, it, I always say this, like I know I'm supposed to be rich, mm. but I just I just haven't quite figured out how I'm gonna get there but yet. You, like you pretty, you know that's the funny thing though is that <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to say this without sounding. We're not, we're not hurting though. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I'm not in your pockets, but like, I mean. You live a nice life. <laughs> if there's any sugar daddies out there looking. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, and I'm not, we're, we're blessed. We're very blessed. That's yes. all I'm saying. And, yes, and like, I, I mean, I know a different life. You know, I know, I, I know not being able to just go, I can go out and do things. Um, and I just want I guess I'm just sharing my gratitude here is like, I of can, course, I can go out and just get something to eat. I can go out and get something to drink. I right. can go out and do whatever. I can hop on a plane and go somewhere and stay for a couple of days. Like, right. My life isn't where it once was. Amen. And, and that's, let's take, let's take a moment. <laughs> let's take a moment and just say, thank you God yeah. for the growth yeah. and for for all of the things that has come about so I can even be appreciative of, of where I'm at right now right. and just just actually being able to kind of retrospect the retrospect uh where I was right, and where right. I've come from and just be grateful I'm yeah. beyond grateful of growth of the experience right. the exposure of all the different things because those life lessons 
are priceless. Yeah. <laughs> Beyond and, priceless. And, and, and wherever you are in life, whoever's listening to this, you know, whoever you are, just be grateful for what you have. And that's life. Right. Sometimes that was all I had to be grateful for was the fact that I was here to another day to be able to have an opportunity to get it done again. And hey. we're not trying to give y'all no sermon, you know what I'm saying? But hey, it is what it is. Call me sister. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, operate on operate in a space I believe. of belief and faith in what you're doing and where you're, what you're trying to achieve. Always. Yep. And just be grateful for the fact that you have breath in your lungs to be able to get it, go after it or try to accomplish it another day if it didn't happen that day. And don't, when fear comes about and doubt, because it's going to, you're human, um, no matter how much you believe in yourself and, mm-hmm. and what you're, yourself and what you're doing, just know that you're going to have those moments of doubt. You're mm. going to have you. You're definitely going to have those moments of doubt. You're going to have those moments <laughs> of beating yourself up. You have to learn to give yourself yourself space and grace. Yes, like give yourself yes. space. But but the but the thing about it is, and and this is something I take pride in. I'm very accountable to myself. I'm going to be accountable to myself before anybody else can. Right. Like, cause you're not about to chin check me. I already chin checked myself. Right. Because I have to hold myself to a certain standard because of how I show up in the world. So because I want to show up in the world as the person I know I'm supposed to be, I'm going to chin check myself. Like, Oh, I probably shouldn't have did that. (laughs) So if somebody come up to me, I know I've already taken care of that. I've already, I've already done the work. I've mm. already spoke to myself in the mirror about that. Thank you for yeah. bringing it to my attention, but it's handled. Like, yeah. can't nobody, you're not about to chin check me on something I did. I didn't did it to myself because what you say don't bother me as much as what I think about me. Right, right. So yeah. so you definitely got to give yourself space and grace and, and make sure you hold yourself accountable. And, you know, um, I always say comedians are the best teachers, in, in my opinion, because I never forget. I don't, I, I, I wish I remember what comedian said this, but... If you identify your flaws before anybody else, no one can ever use them against you. Mm. So if you hold yourself accountable, like I said, and check yourself, there's nothing else anyone can say to you. Yeah, man. Accountability is not sexy, but like like mm -mm. Rich Auntie said, space and grace. You know, just just keep that for yourself, man. And don't... And what you say, don't uh, overwork yourself? Oh, yeah. Push yourself, but not over the edge. Push yourself, but not over the edge. Remember that, and as always, keep it uplifting. You're so stupid. No, I'm telling you, I really do. I really. Make sure to like, comment, share, and most importantly, keep it uplifting. So